Welcome back to our podcast of wonderfulness, but it's only two of us. Just the two of us. Hey, Adam. I'm singing. Why not? Hey, dude. Because <laughs> I can't sing. Well, actually, I probably can sing, but I lack the confidence to try it unless I've been drinking. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we did We did do My Little Buttercup together. We did a ride of that from memory, although I haven't gone back to watch it. <laughs> I think I, I remember... Think decent... Oh, God. I think I remember I edited together us singing it uh, as part of the outro of that podcast. So I think I transitioned from the actual song itself into us finishing it off. All right, I might I might go check out. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna. I, think watch... I can also do a decent love shack. <laughs> I think you have mentioned that before as well. Well, like it's one of the songs I know. I'll sing if I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dangerous thing if you go to like a, you know, an old club or something and someone's like playing that shit. Well, There's a high chance I'm going to see it. We are getting dangerously close to episode 66, which will be our final episode of our current season, as our season seemed to run for 33 episodes. And we finished off so, with um with the three amigos for season one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, 66 feels like we should do some sort of, you know, satanic theme thing. Well, we can save that for episode 666. Yeah, it won't <laughs> Anyway, tonight we're watching some wrestling because last weekend was WrestleMania weekend and we didn't do a podcast like we have done with some of the wrestling events this year because uh, our resident modern wrestling expert... Michelangelo decided he needed to abscond from podcasting for a while. And, it's nothing uh, to do with us, as no. far as we know. <laughs> as far as we as know. As far as we know. <laughs> he could just want a break. Who knows? Well, I mean, like, I wonder if he would go that far. Like, just look, seriously, <laughs> I can't I can't come in for about a mm, month. Kind of month. <laughs> well, he came up with a good reason, at least. Well, he did. I mean, it's not everybody who says they've got an impacted bowel. <laughs> yeah. You know, all he needs is some good fibre in his diet and gotta sort that right out. And the endoscope, which goes in one end. Yeah, just make sure you put it in one end only and not yeah, reinsert it into the other end. And don't get a, you know, spit roast situation going either. No. That's a lot of cable. No, you can invert everything that way. Oh, like that South Park episode. Hmm. Everything comes down to being a South Park episode, doesn't it? What's been running for so fucking long? <laughs> Used to be Simpsons. I know. And now actually, South Park. I, I started watching some newer South Park, and I'm like, yeah, it's still funny in that kind of fucked up way that it always was. <laughs> I'm sure it all just blends together in terms of you don't even know what season it is, right? Yeah, like, I mean, the first couple are pretty obvious, but after that, yeah, it's, it's harder to tell. <laughs> yeah, I guess... This, this, I... this episode was all class, it was a fecal transplant episode. Yeah. You just, as soon as I saw the storyline, I thought, alright, I know where this is going. <laughs> it just seems to be a mirror to mix life. Absolutely. <laughs> and thankfully, he's not going to be on the microphone while he does it. 
Well, I wonder if you'll actually listen to this one. I mean, it is about wrestling. So, well, I hope so, right? Yeah. Because I, th- I assumed we were doing this to punish him. Like, we're doing his favourite topic <laughs> because he's not here. Yeah, and I think he'll like all these matches too. <laughs> You're a savage. Yeah, I like it. We, sh- we should have we saved Fifth Element for this. <laughs> well, no, no, that, is, that would be savage, man. Come on. Well, it's almost like, you know, doing the Transformers without the Transformers fan in there. Yeah, who would do that? Horrible people. What kind of bastard. <laughs> 20 minutes notice before you go live. I tell you. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to watch, instead of watching actually, instead of actually watching WrestleMania, we are going to watch one match from this year's WrestleMania. But, because it's a tag team match, and there was another event on from another company, i.e. Ring of Honor, on the same weekend, that had an awesome tag team match, I thought, why not make that the the flavour of the podcast, and we'll watch these tag team matches. But what's a th- feels like two's not enough. We need a three. Seems about the right number. And I had to think about it, and I think, well, why don't we look at like an older match? And then I'm thinking about what type of match we could watch. Well, the Steiner brothers were inducted into the Hall of Fame in the WWE Hall of Fame during WrestleMania weekend. So I picked out a Steiner Brothers match, um, initially against Brett and Owen Hart that I'd never seen. I found a really shitty copy of it online. But then I flipped that and decided, well, there's also another match they did a couple of years before that against Big Van Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow uh, in Japan. And Vader had actually been inducted into this year's Hall of Fame also, so I thought that seemed to be a bit more on topic for doing a Wrestlemania weekend recap with only one Wrestlemania match you like it? I, well look the logic <laughs> is way more advanced than I thought I, I just assumed that you'd picked up on the fact that I've probably mentioned about three or four times I really enjoy tag team matches and we'll go with that but like that's fine too like you've got this whole thing yeah. I gotta be honest I'm actually I'm kind of glad you didn't do the Bret Hart one yeah um it's not that I don't like Red Heart matches and like the ones that we've watched I've actually been pretty impressed with going back to them but I also wonder if it's too much of a good thing in some ways (laughs) like I kind of look tag matches are kind of how you sucked me into wrestling in the first place yeah because like we did WrestleMania 3 and 4 and it was pretty cool but it was actually like demolition and stuff that kind of caught my interest well I love tag Um, teams I'm yeah, well, I like I, I love the shtick of a yeah. tag team. Yeah, exactly. Team. They 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 often have they have a common gimmick amongst the pair, and you know you juxtapose that to their opponents. It's usually something different. Interesting uh, team dynamics. Yeah. Interesting in the ring, out of the ring shit going on. Yeah. Like they're just a little more chaotic. I like them. I don't know. They're, they're just a bit more frenetic. Yeah. So I you... think early wrestling matches they used to be like, oh, it's just just two guys. Whereas as soon as you got a tag team yeah. match, it's like, oh, okay, this is. <laughs> There's some shit going on. I gotta pay attention. Yeah, and I think with these matches, you'll kind of see some of that, but also there'll be some teams that they're night and day, the two tag team partners. So, well, let me think. It's really only the WrestleMania match. Probably you'll see that. I think I think the rest kind of have partners that are similar. For all of the teams. So, anyway. We'll start off first with 
a match from 1992. And you've got it ready to press play as well. Oh, I believe I do, yes. Cool. I haven't checked the audio level yet, but yes, so, I do. So <laughs> this, this is a match from Japan, where New, it was in New Japan Wrestling, where the IWGP, so I believe that stands for International Wrestling Grand Prix, I think, Tag Team Champions. Um, so this is like a Japanese title, obviously, being in Japan. Um <laughs> Big Van Vader, who goes on to just be Vader when he goes to the WWF slash E, uh, and Bam Bam Bigelow. So these are two big behemoth type guys, but are also quite agile. And they're taking tall on... tall was Bam Bam anyway. How tall? Yeah. Oh, look, he wasn't a tall guy, but he wasn't short either. He was kind of just sort of average height, but... It... You know, being a big barrel-y... Oh, he's, he's, he's a solid potato of a man. ...portly fellow. Yeah. He, uh, he definitely had size on him, but he was one of the smaller big men out there. Like, uh, Vader's bigger than him, I would say. But then he's again... He's beefy, boy, He's quite big and beefy. But again, you know, he's not super tall either. Like, there are taller, okay. taller big men out there. Uh, they're going up against the Steiner Brothers... So Rick and Scott Steiner, who weren't really WWF guys, WWE guys. They were more NWA, WCW uh, type guys uh, for most of their careers. Um, And Scott Steiner in particular, when he became a singles star, he changed his look completely. (laughs) Um, But his nephew, which is Rick's son... Rex Steiner is currently in the WWE, but not under that name. His name is Bron Breaker. Well, and, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a shit name. <laughs> but he uh, he's in their NXT brand, so in the, you know the developmental up and coming brand that they have. Um, he's the current NXT champion there, so he'll he'll move up to the main roster fairly soon. Um, so there may be an event in the future where you get to see him and he's a he's a big strong guy he, you know the Steiner brothers are the strong athletic types who can do athletic moves as well as power moves so he's very much in a similar mold to them obviously being related to both the Steiner brothers being a son and a nephew of them uh, he's in that mold but anyway, enough of me rambling. Let's watch the match and ramble. Mm-hmm. All right, I will press play on three, two, one, play. Look at that shoulders. So, can you read all that? <laughs> Look, apparently my Japanese language skills are about as good as a three-year-old's. That's what I was told, and that was when I was actively doing it. <laughs> Without neglecting it for 25 years has made it any better. (laughs) Steiner Brothers coming out first. That's Rick Steiner with the big moustache in the front. And Scott Steiner behind him. Yeah, very Merv Hughes, David Booney. Tight moustache. Now, Scott Steiner's... Sorry, Rick Steiner's nickname used to be the dog-faced gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) Is the aspect ratio off on this, or are they just incredibly wide? No, that's the aspect ratio. 
good. I was like, these aren't humans, yeah. these are dwarves. But see, they've got the kind of amateur look as well, because um, they wear like the the trunks with the straps. Yeah. And Rick Steiner wears like that headgear to cover his ears, which is very amateur wrestling. Here comes the big boys, Bam Bam in the in the flamey outfit. You'd, you'd recognise Bam Bam. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was wondering if he was going to be in the flames, but I actually have, mm. haven't seen a lot of early... Well, even... I haven't seen a lot of Bam Bam's matches. Like, I've seen mm. him. Yeah. But I haven't seen him wrestle too much. And there's a uh, big Van Vader. I'm not sure if you've seen much of him. Again, not much. Like, no. the... Yeah, to the point where you kind of know the character, but yeah. not enough where I could speak to any matches, you know, like... Yeah, so he was pretty well known for doing a, a moonsault off the top rope, which is basically climbing to the top rope and sort of doing a backflip and landing to splash on your opponent. Oof. <laughs> deadly. It does, especially from him. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell are they doing? They're just timing it. That's, that's fine. That's fine. We'll just run crisscross across the yeah, ring. They're just showing that they're capable of moving, I think, right? Yeah. Funnily enough, Bam Bam used to be my favourite character to use in that uh, WWE game we used to play. Oh, yeah. What was that? Was that WrestleFest or something? I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it had like Yokozuna in it and Doink the Clown. What was that? The arcade one? Yeah. I think that might have been a Royal Rumble one. Maybe. I love that one. That, was either, I think you're right. I think it was. It was either that or WrestleFest. I can't remember. I think it, I think it was a Royal Rumble one. Okay. But I love that game. I actually played the shit out of that. Way more than I should have. <laughs> that was a fun game. I just like that it had like gimmick moves. It was all sort of NBA Jam type shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is extra cool because it's just got Japanese commentary as well. Yeah, it'll, um... I don't fancy my to picking up on named moves if they're in Japanese, i got to tell you. No. Tiny well, chance. Although, speaking of named moves, I found out something the other day that... You know the move, the suplex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's proper pronunciation is suple. Because oh. obviously it's got the X and it's... I guess, what's that, like a French word, I guess? Well, I mean, the pronunciation sounds French. Yeah. But, you know, an Americanization obviously takes place and people just call it a suplex. Yep. Sorry, they can't say stolder either. <laughs> it's your random fact of the day. Hey, Sodder, have you ever heard it? It's so annoying. What? They say Sodder instead of solder. Solder instead of solder. Solder. Okay. Yeah, so they're soldering, you know, wires and shit. It's just the weirdest thing. It's like there's clearly an L. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it wouldn't be wrestling without me mentioning action figures. I only have action figures of Bam Bam and Vader. So, Steiner... Yeah, so the rope pretty quick there. Steiner Brothers, I don't have wrestlers of. I do have a custom... Scott Steiner, but from his later look from the late 90s. I am hoping 
Mattel will be able to make them now if they're in the Hall of Fame. That might mean... They're, they're back in rotation, you reckon? Yeah, that, that might mean they're uh, on a Legends contract or something. So this would be uh, another one of the sort of rare tag teams that's in pink, right? Yeah, well, they they mix up their tights into diff with different patterns and colours. So this one happens to have pink in it. But they usually go for something colourful in that same same style of shape but yeah the patterns and the colours often different each match tell you what Bam Bam was making those blows look like they hit <laughs> <laughs> well some of them work a bit tight and they actually do put the blows in oh, I can't believe it like that looked like he was ringing his bell a bit there he's, he's like he's back mm. up on his feet just fine but and that was cool they both jumped off the same top rope not a bad match I don't know about this extra jogging they feel like they need to do. But... Oh. <laughs> it's part of their posing set. How well does this shit even translate when you go to another country? And I don't mean just Japan. I mean anyway. I know that Japanese actually are pretty serious about the wrestling. But oh, yeah. Well, I think they... It's so weird, right? Like these yeah. two guys come out and they start prancing. You're like, just pin him! No, they, lo they love their wrestling. They love the whole theatre of it. But, um... Like, American wrestlers go over there and become major cult heroes because, of, you know, it's different to what, you know, the Japanese stars provide the audience, so... I've um, heard that Vader had done some time in Japan. Yeah. But they actually... Some of them even changed the way they wrestle over there. Like Hulk Hogan used to actually wrestle a lot more technically when he went to Japan. Uh, instead one, of one day maybe we can watch that instead of just uh, <laughs> yeah, instead of you know just his normal routine that he'd do in the in America. Because you know it wasn't all about Hulkamania over in Japan. It was yeah. Yeah, to actually win a match. Yeah, different crowd. Oof. That's not bad lift for a big boy. Yeah, very agile. I know he was leaning back into it, but still. <laughs> that, that's probably a five foot four leg. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I need to really go back and watch some of this older, older wrestling that I, I'd never actually seen. This is all stuff that I used to read about. So I used to get the wrestling magazines... And because all we'd ever see over here is WWF stuff. Yeah. So stuff like this, like the Steiner brothers, I never saw until they went to the WWF. You know, Vader, I never saw until he went to the WWF. So actually going back and watching some of their matches is like new for me. And some of the um, other American matches when they're going through the different circuits would be interesting too. Yeah. I, I like that you know, in this in this competition they kind of need to make the blows look like they're connecting. Yeah, that, that's I, that's always been a bit of a pet peeve for me with the WWF. Yeah, movies. I mean, the bloody Liam Neeson punches don't do it for me at all. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a style of working that that makes it look a lot more realistic, and you need a bit of contact there, right? So, oh yeah. It's when you 
you're trying too hard to not connect, that it just looks bad. I reckon for the Americans, they don't want them accidentally bleeding. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just... Don't lip, you don't want to clock them on the nose. I think it's just the... the you know, when you when you got to connect, you're going to hurt them. Even if it's not a, a real hard punch, you know? So, I suppose if you're doing the match every week as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to take its toll. But, you know, this is from an era where wrestlers... They had a reputation to work if they worked stiff or they worked professionally, you know? Yeah. So, look at that. That's power. Ooh. Not bad from where he was, too. Hmm. But, so they had to trust each other in order to work together. Ooh. That could have gone wrong. Yeah. And see, the Steiners were strong guys. Well, like, you'd have to be, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not huge I mean, be I, I think, behemoth guys, but they're well built. I think Vader's doing a bit of the work there too, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Well, they work together, obviously, to, to make it look but, good. Yeah, I mean... Even ruling out the the widescreen stretch, it's <laughs> it, like they're they're all very solid boys. Yeah. Yeah, and the Steiners were like, like the nineties was supposed to be their decade, and they had a lot shorter run than they really deserved. Like it was early nineties in the WCW or NWA WCW area. Then they moved to the WWF, and then kind of after that, it was kind of... They were pretty much done. They went back to WCW, but they were... They weren't at the same level as what they were at before, and then that's when Scott started going into his um, singles run. Became Big Popper Pump. I'll tell you what, I like how energetic they are in this match. Ooh. Yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, the, the lifting Vader over the bloody top rope thing before was kind mm. of impressive too. Like, yeah, yeah. again, he's, he's putting a bit of lift in himself, but still, yeah. that's a big boy that you're falling over the top. Yeah. <laughs> that's like lifting a fridge, right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a huge mass. I mean, it's funny because, like, Bam Bam Bigelow is a big dude. But... You see him next to Vader, he looks small. You see him in, in other matches, he looks small against bigger dudes. That's always been my memory that he's a small guy, but I'm yeah. sure he's not. I think I've just seen him wrestle big, big guys. Yeah, I think it, that's the thing. He's just the smaller end of the big guys. But he's got, like, super strong core looking at him because yeah. the way he moves. Like, it's all, like, middle body weight. Yeah. Do you reckon that fall off the rope before was a deliberate fumble? Probably not. They set up pretty quick to recover then, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that says to me that maybe these guys did a lot of practice time. I don't know. <laughs> Oof. That was... That was an interesting suplex. I wonder if he gave him the extra lift to make it look more dramatic, because he almost flicked him up. Yeah. 
you know, a bit of airtime. It, it definitely looked more dramatic, right? Like he came yeah. down solid, but he came down clean. Like he landed very well. He did. It was a very, a very gentle kind of <laughs> <laughs> drop. You know, set him up for a nice even flat. Ooh. That, however, was not so gentle. I mean, he again, they landed it well, but yeah, that's all your math through your chest, right? You want your lungs empty for that one. <laughs> yeah, these moves are really delivered with impact. Yeah, maybe that's why you got to have the big boys. I'm looking at these guys; they could probably take the hits. I reckon some of the smaller guys are just snap. Yeah. And I reckon that they're working in a style that's that's definitely okay. Just give us some impact. We're gonna have to earn our paycheck tonight because we'll is... fly home and recuperate for two months. Yeah, we want to make this well, one look good. Did they do this good. in for um, WWE? Um, well, they weren't in WWE at this time. I think that was oh, still, well, still for WCW and Nitro and shit. I mean, because uh, presumably they they went international during off seasons, right? Well, there's no really, there's no real off season. That's the thing. It's... Well, it's not now because there's like four shows running twenty four seven. No, but even then, the even then, it was a all all year gig. Oof. They would have, they would have just gone over there to do it. I don't. See, I can't remember when Vader went to WCW. He might have been in WCW at this time. But Bam Bam might not have been. So he was probably doing both gigs. I mean, the Steiners would definitely have been doing both gigs. But this was like an era where... I mean, I know... WWF by that time was like... Okay, you're just a WWF guy while you're here. But uh, guys in other promotions had a bit more leeway to... To go and do stuff like this. Yeah. What the hell was that supposed to be? Was that a flop move? It looked like some sort of... Uh, Horso twister. <laughs> it looked like some sort of modified suplex into a backbreaker. Like, it didn't look like it was botched. It looked like it, that was what it's supposed to be. Ooh. That was head first, right? The DDT, yeah. That was stupid. <laughs> well, I think they realised that kind of worked him too much, right? Yeah. What are they cheering for them? Well, I have a feeling that Vader and Bam Bam are kind of the uh, crowd favourites. I think they were pretty loved over there. I mean, look, it makes sense. Yeah. They look like they've got the advantage here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Although, I actually think... Yeah, you're right. The, the Steiners are doing the work here. Like, there's... Well, they've got to take the beating from the big bruisers. But not just taking the beating, like they're getting back into position. Yeah. You know, they're, they're setting it up. Like they're, they're doing some of the quick leg work to make it look more seamless. Yeah. 
I'm not saying it's easy for the big guys to just keep beating the shit out of them either, but <laughs> no. like they're, they're, they're controlling the pace. Yeah. Whereas, whereas the Steiners are keeping the pressure on, so it looks like it's a an active match. I mean, hmm. that's got to be tiring. Yeah. But look, often the the guy getting the shit beaten out of him is going to be the guy calling the move yeah. as well. He's going to say, okay, do this. Do this. And that way he can... There you go, there's a Frankensteiner. That looks vicious on everybody involved. It's kind of a stupid move when you think about it, because, like... There's you no, seem to fuck yourself up more than you fuck them up. There's no way you're flipping anyone like that, right? No, and you <laughs> land on your face? Yeah. Is that the, that's the exit, right? You I land mean, on your face. The technical name is a Hurricane Rana. But, um... This was like a big move back in the day. Like everyone can, everyone does it nowadays. Presumably because it's very dramatic looking. Yeah, like back then. Well, it, back then, it wasn't something you saw. So Scott Steiner was really the only one who did it. That's a big backdrop. Yeah, but again, Bam Bam's the guy to take that. I don't do that very often anymore. Backdrops. It's such a simple thing. I think you gotta have the right kind of physique for it. I think some of the bigger muscle guys mm -hmm. may not be the right guys for it. I think the fatty guys are the guys to take the splash. And I think they've stopped lifting the bigger guys. I don't know. Look, I'm far from an expert, but like you don't see the big fat guys seem to come off the ground quite as much anymore. <sighs> well, it's not just big fat. I don't think anyone really does it that very often anymore. And I think it's just because it's such a basic move. They try and they're trying to do more flashier stuff. That looked like it landed a bit high on the shoulders. <laughs> that looked very awkward. Well, his last, uh, his last splash looked a bit soft too. I don't know, but it was just... Cause he was Rick, out of place, right? Yeah, Rick started the wrong way on the ground, so he had to turn as he's jumping. He's lost his mask as well. Oh, and see, that was a big kick out because that was his finisher, I think, the powerbomb. And of course, this is not an era where finishes got kicked out of, like today does. I always laugh when you see someone go to the rope. <laughs> What's with the arm bloody arm chop clear? They've <laughs> both done it now. It's, it's strange. Is what? it like a, a domestic one? <laughs> what do you mean? So when they're getting the shoulder off the ground for the, to get out of the count, yeah. that, where they're throwing the arm out like that in particular. I don't know. I think it's probably just the way he's doing it. <laughs> well, no, they were both do they've both done it, though. Okay. Just a, I guess it just makes it obvious that their arm's up, particularly for the crowd. Do you reckon the ref knockdown was deliberate? Yeah, that'd definitely be a part of it. Oh. <laughs> well, that was comical. Cool. I liked it, but it was comical. That's actually kind of a bit of a weak finish, I reckon. 
think it's supposed to be that kind of surprise twist, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't have expected that from that move. There you go, the Steiners are now the International Wrestling Grand Prix Tag Team Champions. I'm with you, Vader. That was bullshit. I have a <laughs> nasty story about Vader not washing his tights. Is that true? Yeah, apparently he's well known for... Um, he doesn't wash his tights and they just stink. Not really imagine how bad that would be. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to wrestle him and you get your fucking face in the wrong spot. He's full of Vader. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, look at the mutual respect, isn't that lovely? I actually think that overall that was a pretty good match. Yeah, it, was so, the era. it was pretty it's solid. The era, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty solid, and I think there was some good power moves, particularly by um, Rick Steiner. Yeah, I, I think there were a couple of like missed Ooh. shots in that too, but at the same time, like, they recovered by. I don't know if yours, if yours is like moved down to the same video as mine, but there's like an awkward puppets video with some risque woman in the background. <laughs> no, I have people pouring molten metal into a shredder. Oh, I'll send you I think a... I've tried to watch before and it was incredibly boring. I'll send you a quick snapshot because yeah, go on. give me the screen. <laughs> it looks hilarious. All right. Uh... Well, might as well send it on Discord and then Mick can go, what the hell? I assume our links just confuse the shit out of anybody else. <laughs> oh -ho. Yes, I might save that one for later. <laughs> Alright, shall we move on to WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. All right. I guess I'm going to have to be uh, watching for this one. Yeah, so that means I'm going to have to be screen sharing. Alright. See my screen, all right? I uh, do indeed. All right, so I'm gonna just fuck it. Press play, and well, I'll count it in. We're watching. Um, <laughs> You're gonna have to tell them where you are. Yeah, we're watching uh, the triple threat tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championship on WrestleMania 38. Uh, this is the the Sunday video that. Not the Saturday one, because there's two nights of WrestleMania. And this is... So it's 15.51. 15 minutes 51. Press play in three, two, one, play. I don't think anybody's that dedicated. Like, no one's going to actually go back and find this, but... No. Here we go. Here's the the tag champs, RK Bro. They're coming out first. So this is uh, Randy Orton and... Well, he's just known as Riddle now, but Matt Riddle. Yeah... They're the tag champs bringing the tag belts on their tag team bodies. These snakes look stupid. They do. I mean, um, this is not a team that I guess I would have put together myself. Is it, I get it. Is it going smoothly for you? or is it, is it, Yeah, it's not bad, actually. Alright, I'm going to go full screen. Enhance. There's the button to hide the faces. There's the button to hide the faces. There you go. You want a suit like that one? Uh, all you, three, yeah. You can pick which one I mean. Well, obviously you want me to take the uh, flowers one. <laughs> I like that Riddle wears his tag team belt like that, but 
on the flip side, a lot of wrestlers seem to these days as well. Well, so, him so, and Worf, right? I mean, he's Worf. obviously a big TNG fan. <laughs> My favourite ones were, um, there was a tag team, M and M. So uh-huh. that's, that's the letters, M and M. Uh-huh. Um, and they used to wear them with like the straps through the front of their belts that they ha- that held their tights up. So they were kind of like dangling like noodles in front of them. So, like, I've never been a huge Randy Orton fan, but I've, mm. I know a few people who are. Mm. I think it's just because I actually bought into the heel thing enough that I'm like, no, I think he's actually just a dick. <laughs> I think he's just got that, a bit of that pompousness about him, when, particularly when yeah. he is a heel. That, 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 that smug arrogance seems legit, right? <laughs> yeah. So, Bro, obviously different types, Randy Orton and Riddle, different looks, but now we've got the Street Profits who kind of have the similar... They've got the theme going, at least. Even I though, guess you could call it that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is funny that they it rains like solo cups when they come to the ring. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> there you go, that's their, pretty much their whole motif is the solo cup. <laughs> but... Montez Ford, the one on the right, is really super high flying. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so this is the triple threat match. So the third tag team's Alpha Academy, which is Chad Gable, that one, the dorky one, and the big dude is Otis. <laughs> and again, they're not; they're kind of different types, but. They've got similar, similar-ish tights. At least they've got the team. Yeah, yeah. Got the team pattern going. I have to admit, I'm, I, as much as I like tag matches, I'm a big fan of like three on threes or you know triple teams. Yeah. Just just anything that mixes the format up. I, I guess I don't know. It just seems to be more interesting wrestling. Yeah. And I think this one. Are they all. I think they're all in it at the same time. So there's no... I don't think there's any tagging. So it's pretty much, you know, six dudes going at it. (laughs) So they bait... Oh, that looked like it went too high. This looks like they've basically already done the preview match. Yeah, I mean, in the weeks leading up... This is what you were talking about, right? Where they basically have been wrestling this match for... The one I was talking about was the women's one. Because they had every possible combination of match between all the participants and they're still doing it as well post Wrestlemania they're doing it again it's like fuck's sake how many times can we see these same bloody eight women wrestle in different combinations that's an interesting gimmick Wait, uh, they're getting out, so there must be tags. It's just three. Oh, yeah, all right, this is it. So three in the, at the same time, and they can tag. He's quite muscly, isn't he? This guy? 
Yeah. Yeah, he's a very strongly built dude. Like, Riddle doesn't look that big, but he's not exactly tiny. No, he's a big dude. You know, former UFC guy. Big stoner. <laughs> oh, for sure. Throws himself around. What I find interesting is they don't really bruise much. You think they would, yeah. right? Well, I think it's going to be all the pads and softening stuff, right? Yeah, but... You know, hitting each other. <laughs> you know, that's the only haircut in this match that we could probably replicate. <laughs> that might be my exact haircut now. Mine's not far off it either, don't worry. <laughs> Except I got more grey in mine. How old's Randy Orton now, anyway? He'd be in his 50s, wouldn't he? No. <laughs> he's got to be getting up there. I think he's in his... Oh, when would he be? He'd probably be... I want to say maybe early 40s. Yeah. There you go. Big fly over the top. Yeah, I think I'd want four people to catch me if I tried that shit too. <laughs> How's this lunatic doing? Being a lunatic. <laughs> that had the uh, potential to go very fucking wrong. Oh, Riddle's got painted toenails. It was, <laughs> it was impressive how he hit his feet, though. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he even bother going down? I don't grab him by his tiny shorts, they might come off. <laughs> Although I will say, you know, major props to the uh, wrestling costume designers. Thankfully, I've ver seen very few wardrobe malfunctions. Yeah, they hold together well, don't they? Ooh. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like the feet on the rope. That was, that was cute. <laughs> he's good at look. He's really good at looking like he's getting the shit kicked out of him, Matt Riddle. I think it's the hair. I think yeah. it's because he can use it to sort of look beaten down. Well, it's just like the tried and true formula. He takes all the bumps and then eventually he'll get the hot tag to Randy Orton who can come in and clean house. Yeah, see, I haven't watched enough of Orton's matches to really know how he wrestles. But, like, we've seen a few now where Riddle's kind of been full guy, right? Like, he was in... It's pretty much... Rumble, where yeah. he was kind of working for bloody most of the match? Yeah. He was, right? Like, he was doing all the bloody heavy work. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much his thing. I mean, he's the young guy as well, so... Yeah. He's, he's doing all the fucking hard work. Randy Orton can just stand on the outside and get the crowd revved up. Do the Hogan. Yeah. And when he eventually gets in, he can go on the attack. So who's missing? Montez Ford's still on the outside. So you Is think, it in? Does that matter? You'd think if you were Montez Ford's tag team partner, you'd just grab him, put him inside, then tag so he can come in. 
Presumably they don't want to do that. They want to give these guys a spotlight, right? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. It's a good way to have just the one-on-one -on -one in the ring. Yeah, because, I mean, the triple is always awkward because either yeah. you got to bring someone in to partner up yeah. or you end up with... But, I mean, does, do they even get counted out? Nah. <laughs> that's why he's got his hand in the ring. If you watch him, he's got his hand in the ring at the bottom there. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Like, he's in the ring, quotation marks. <laughs> I'm not going to go look oh. up bloody wrestling bloody rules to find out, but I'm pretty sure that's why he had his hand on. It was a cool drop kick the way he does that. It's like he's drop kicking from above. The only problem I've got with this is you've got your three agile guys in at once. Yeah. Like, this feels too easy. Get a chonker in there. Yeah, these are the three workers. <laughs> well, they, they, it feels like it, though. Like, they're all very agile. They're all very strong. Yeah. They're, they're, they're doing good shit to each other. Yeah. And plus, Kick they the shit can, out of one of the big, chunky guys instead. <laughs> plus, they can sell, you know, being beaten up. Yeah. Whereas the big guys, you don't want to make them look weak. Ooh, that was a poor sell. <laughs> it looked like there was a bit of air between them. I think he caught on his arms, but they wouldn't have pushed him anyway. <laughs> I get the attempt. I think he was just supposed to be another foot forward when he mm. did it. There's so many moves these days where they do it, and I'm I'm questioning, who's that supposed to hurt? Is it supposed to hurt the guy you were doing the move to? It looks like it will hurt you more. Nah, I've always kind of felt that about wrestling. I think there's always moves you look at it and go, who are you trying to kill here? <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure some of those, like, it's just very cleverly designed. Like, I, I know they put a lot of thought into some of this shit. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I like it. Yeah, I like the way he got out of the way. It's different. I just noted, noticed the Olympic rings on... It is Olympic rings, right? On the Chad Gable's tights on the back. I'll try and get a better look. I think he was an Olympian. Here we go. Randy Orton's going to be in. Tell me he rips off his moustache as his first move on entry. <laughs> Well, he's getting full on offense. Yeah. He's got the best power slam. I love that power slam. Like, I can see why they saved him for this. Yeah. I don't think he reminds me of out of like older wrestlers in terms of the energy he brings. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Um... It's quite frenetic there, right? Like, he's he's quite manic. Yeah. And then he goes back to that kind of sinister <laughs> liver. Yeah, Riddle's not a bad partner for him, really. Yeah. I love how they've just become a thing. Like, a I'm assuming they're both just crazy, right? Like, I mean, that's well, the thing, right? like they're both in it for the fun of it. Exactly. I think 
like it was a short term thing initially, but it just worked and the crowd love them. And now they've, you know, they've had two title reigns. Everyone's expecting like some sort of turn and Randy Orton's going to turn on him at some point. But yeah, fucking milk it, man, because... I mean, that's kind of how D-Gen started, right? Who? Like, De- Generation X bullshit. Like, that was all ah, fucking... Okay. That, that was like a sort of serendipitous pairing, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was just the pair of them just saying, let us do our thing and we'll get it over. But yeah, I can see Otis doesn't have the rings, so yeah, but Chad Gable does the Olympic rings. Might be able to see it in a sec. If we get a shot of his back. What's funny is um, both Otis and Chad Gable have been in different tag teams themselves. Because, like, Otis, when he came to the WWE um, in NXT, he was in a tag team called Heavy Heavy Machinery with another big di- another bigger guy. Well, I guess, like, tag wrestlers have a different set of skills. I mean, yeah. it's... Oh! Well, it? Why'd he, why'd he do the chop? Why'd he do the chop? <laughs> Seems like he's killing himself here. I mean, that is nuts. Like, he's jumping at what, 10 foot? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he landed very well despite the uh, the cell. Yeah. Ooh, armpit close up. Don't often see hairy armpits from these guys. Usually they wax them up. Uh. That almost felt like a sort of AEW level move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably kind of why I picked this match, actually. Montez going to the top, something's going to happen. Yeah, but are we supposed to buy that Orton's actually down for this? No. <laughs> Ooh. That was on the chin. <laughs> that was an awesome move, that was. It so landed dirty, though. <laughs> yeah. So that's the RK, RKO that Randy Orton does. Riddle now does it, too. And then Randy Orton gets it himself. The match is over. Mm. It wasn't as long as I remember. How long was that? 15? Uh, 17? Yeah. 16. Uh, That's probably a, a good length. Don't want it to drag. No. Uh, I mean... I don't hate a long match, but oh man, Randy Orton's the same age as me. That's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it explains why he looks so fucking old. That's okay. It's good timing on that though. Can very easily fuck that up. 
So yeah, for me that was probably the match I enjoyed the most from WrestleMania. Um, there was definitely they really leaned heavily on Stone Cold Steve Austin appearing on both nights and raising a bit of hell. But uh, yeah, I wanted to. I liked it. I like Stone Cold stuff, and it's always funny because you know. He just kicks the shit out of people and then drinks beer. But someone you can admire. Yes, but it was definitely leaning too much on nostalgia. Like some of the some of the matches on this card were pretty good, but some of them were a bit of a joke. I like how uh, Randy's got a bit of blood on him. Yeah, he's cut open. Oh, this is some amateur wrestling guy who's now joined the WWE. Do we even? We don't even need to watch this bit. You don't want to see it, dude. No. Well, I mean, like, I'm I'm curious now, <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of get it. Like, this is this is like putting him over, right? I mean, they're just doing it outside of the uh, traditional method of letting him job you for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this dipshit come in. Well, it's because they've set him up to be the bad guy. He's got to get slapped down, give the guy an intro. It all makes sense. <laughs> Apparently, this guy, I think he's like 21 or something. Yeah? No, he looks older. Oh, God, they gave him a mic. Yeah, take that shit off him. How long until he pile drives him? <laughs> so predictable. Yeah. Oh, came on his side though. <laughs> Does this evolve into a full match? Nah. That's pretty much it. Although, you know, a lion and a bear tattoo on each tit. What's not to love? A big eyeball on his roll. shoulder. Yeah. Nothing, uh, on, he's got... nothing on his back. <laughs> at least he's got more than the sleeves like everybody else seems to have these days. <laughs> Alright, let's... Uh... Yeah, we're, we're done with this now. <laughs> let's uh, go somewhere else. So that was WrestleMania, so that sums it up for you, I guess. Some good, some bad. Let us now, and I might as well just stream this as well, right? Well, I'm looking right at it, right? Are you? Well, I'm watching what you're doing. Oh, you can see? Well, I can see something. Shit moved. I think you can... Maybe, it's just, maybe it's just blacking, actually, when you, you change screen. Yeah. Time. So I think you'll just... But I can't see your Pornhub stream, it's alright. Alright, so I'll switch to this. So this will be Ring of Honor. So what we are now going to watch 
is the very highly anticipated match between uh, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, the Briscoe Brothers, and another tag team called FTR, who are AEW wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But AEW now owns Ring of Honor. Right. So this pay-per-view was originally set up before uh, AEW bought Ring of Honor. Um, so it, it ran as it was meant to. And so I believe this match may have even been set up before that uh, ownership took place as well. Because they sometimes do these... Well. I think AEW, yeah, I think AEW allows some of their wrestlers to go to other promotions, obviously not WWE, but to some of these other independent ones. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this was highly anticipated because FTR, many people see them as like the best tag team in the world and they're being underutilized in AEW. Um, it seems very- amazing, right? Because they seem to like... <laughs> I mean, from the matches we've seen, now obviously I'm not yeah. a super fan or anything, but it really seems like they wouldn't let everybody in the bloody roster do their work. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing is, that, yeah, they've ha- they've got other tag teams that are a bit more flashy. So they've got the, um, the Young Bucks. They've got um, the Jurassic Express. And they've got a few others that they kind of have been put in the spotlight on more recently. Whereas FTR, very old school style. So you'll see them come out and they've got a, like an old school music track um, throwback to the sort of 80s sort of look. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and they're taking on the Briscoe Brothers who they're an interesting tag team. Like I've never watched them before, but yeah. I've, I've heard about them. Um, and they've been in Ring, and, Ring of Honor for about a decade now. <laughs> Um, that's a long time yeah and apparently like none of the promo- none of the bigger promotions like WWE and now AEW will hire them um, WWE because I think they just don't don't fit their look yeah okay. um, and AEW apparently there's an executive who works for Turner Broadcasting which AEW is on yep um, has banned them from being part of AEW at all because one of them tweeted out something many years ago um, that was seen as anti-gay. Right. So this executive is, you know, very much against them being anywhere near AEW, <laughs> even though people are like, this, this is one of the best tag teams in the world with what they're doing but no major promotion will pick them up. And they're kind of, you know, they're kind of getting on now, like they're in their late 30s. They look like homeless, well, I mean, they look like homeless bums. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, let's get the match up and running. So, let's get it on. However you're watching Ring of Honor, I think this includes the Ring of Honor pre-show. This is the Supercard of Honor pay-per-view event from Friday a week ago so this was the night before Wrestlemania and we're two hours let's just call it two hours four minutes in uh, and nine seconds all right there's a couple of 
there's a red light and a and a white light um, we'll see on the static screen and then when you're ready press play on three two one now I will admit this in particular seems to be just pixels really yeah it's all right we'll let it see it and see if it comes clean not looking good it's cleaned up now all right cool oh just in time for uh, that sex fest <laughs> yeah this is pedo pedo stash look so these belts that they're wearing um triple a tag team championships which is a mexican league mexican right. federation so another cross promotion sort of thing if i can bring the volume down anymore on this it's not too bad for me it just seems a bit loud on my end I mean, the music is, but I reckon it'll thin out when they get rid of this shit. But... Oh, yeah, maybe. You gotta worry when you start getting called living legends. really does feel like they just got four homeless people out of the uh, <laughs> nearest alley, right? Yeah, I mean, look does. at all these guys. Somebody get that man some teeth. Legitimately scary looking. Oh, yeah. Although we can kind of match those beards, right? Oh yeah, I'm just <laughs> scratching mine now. I think I've got more grey in mine than he does. <laughs> well, you know, based off Mick's comments, I'm not allowed to wrestle because there's too much squirrel grabbing. Is it? Well, that's what he said, right? That you know, he doesn't think that has a place in wrestling. And he's right. They're probably never going to have a guy whose gimmick is to grab someone's nuts and squeeze them. <laughs> All right, let me see if I can pull that volume down a bit more. Fair enough. If anything, I'll pull it down from my end so I can at least hear it better. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's okay for me. I might have you already leveled off. Yes, but if it records badly, sorry, listeners or listener, whoever you uh, may yeah, be. I suppose you are the, they are recording on your own. <laughs> I've only pulled my but, headphone um, volume down a bit. Now, I was listening to um, Jim Cornette's podcast, and he was talking about this event. Yeah. And he was highly critical that this match was like only... I know it says two hours into it, but that includes the one-hour pre-show. But he was highly critical that this was an hour into the actual main event, so there's still another couple of hours left in it. 
He reckons it should have been last or at least second last. Because it's good or because it's crap? Oh, because it's what everyone was looking forward to the most. Yeah, okay. I don't know, like... I think you want to put these kind of matches somewhere where people are going to appreciate them. Mm. I think if you've got to sit through... Like, if you're doing WWE and you've had three hours of bullshit before you get to your good match, you may not yeah. make it. You know, like... Yeah. So you can hear the chants. Well, they've died down now, but they're all chanting, holy shit. Mm-hmm. This, was, this was like the dream match that all these modern fans were looking forward to. The interesting gimmicks. <laughs> like, visually to look at. They're both quite interesting teams. Yeah. And again, they're, they're similar. Yeah, um, they, 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 yeah, they've got their theme. Which is good. I mean, admittedly, one of the team's theme appears to be dad bod, but... <laughs> hey, it's something we can aspire to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a couple of tats, I could be the old guy. <laughs> no, I think Mick would have really enjoyed podcasting this one so sucks to be you Mick (laughs) yeah this will teach you (laughs) I mean they're definitely aware of the anticipation right because they are dragging this shit out worse than Hogan used to oh yeah we're into it Interesting, the lock with the leg there. I like that. Yeah, they do some interesting moves to counter, which yeah, is good. It, it, was, it was, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say it was groundbreaking or anything, but it was good to see someone use a leg for a trip, you know, like swinging it behind someone when they're in the stands. Yeah, I mean, I think this is what is so appealing about this match and probably why these two teams are so highly rated is that they they do things that are logical and not everyone's doing it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's got that that old school feel, but with a new school yeah, di- well. new school dynamic twist to it. <laughs> Redneck Kung Fu. There you go. Who knew that was a thing? Well, it gives me a name for what I do to my kids. <laughs> yeah, but here would be Bogan Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Are they chanting tag team wrestling? It sounds like it. We'll have to listen <laughs> to the podcast and work out where the actual recording is. <laughs> it's funny because I have watched this. I just can't remember them chanting that. Yeah, 
trying to remember this bit. I'm gonna make out with you right now, boy. And you're gonna like it. Yeah, that it there is a bit of a deliverance vibe. <laughs> I like how he's lifting his legs for momentum. Yeah. In interesting. Like There's like human cockfighting. Yeah. But thankfully we're pants. Yeah. They're just giant penises. Well that guy is. <laughs> well the other one is, it's just, you know. Hairy. Just really worrisome that it looks like that. <laughs> it's probably a cream or something like that. Quite possibly. Yeah, I like that. He, you know, he, he put his legs back, then he went up on his tippy toes to get, you know, height. Like, yeah. it, it feels like they're actually kind of jockeying for position rather than just clenching. Yeah. Yeah, you can see them. They're working here. Working together to put on something that makes sense. Ooh, did he spit at him? I think he might have. Might have spat some gum in his hair there and coming out in the hurry. <laughs> Gonna have to cut that braid off. I mean, when, when's the last time you think that guy washed? Right before the match. You know, like you gotta work hard to look that grubby. <laughs> Dried himself with Vader's wrestling tights. Yeah. They actually use the ropes logically there instead of just like throwing their weight into it for the hell of it. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like it. It's like get some momentum from them. I do wonder what the difference is between a European uppercut and someone else's uppercut. <laughs> there you go, there's that Frankensteiner move. Yeah. Although it wasn't as... Uh, wasn't quite as ridiculous as we saw before. No, I think, I think that... It felt, it felt a little more grounded, maybe. Yeah, I think they're a lot better at it these days. Like, you look at it the way Scott Steiner used to do it, it was with his... Just with these ankles, no way you'd get someone like that. Whereas that one looked a bit better, where you know you're wrapping your whole legs around and then. I think part of it was also just where they were. Yeah. Like they were, they were closer and they weren't using momentum to do it. Yeah. Whereas earlier, like they were on the run when it came out. Okay. <laughs> the ref just catches it. And then gives him the T-1000. <laughs> a good catch. It was. That could have gone terribly wrong. Yeah. Get your finger caught in the wrong spot. That's something you see way more of these days is chops. 
I I don't hate chops. I think chops are you can kind of sell a chop. Yeah. And they tend to leave a visible mark, which I think is a good. It's a good ad. Yeah. You get a couple of burst capillaries. You get a bit of redness. You know, they slap like a bitch. Probably not going to knock a guy out with a chop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jack and I exchanged some chops here and there. Just for the fun of it. They don't hurt much. I can't imagine they would. It'd be like... Yeah, it's a bit of a sting, but... Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, so that you, one looked like a hurt. You can do it, so you want to get that loudness, so you just want to do this sort of slap as you do it. It's like a good camel bite. Yeah. Because if you do an actual proper chop, you're not going to get that slapping sound. Nah. You need your arm to have a bit of meat to slap it, though, yeah. so you can't be rigid. Yeah. That's choppy on my end as well, by the way. Ah, it's all good. It's watchable. There's a chop right now. What I do like about the chop as a mm. wrestling move is they have to throw their torsos into it. Like, when they're striking, you know, they use their full body. Yeah. At least the good ones do. You know, yeah. There's a, there's a full twist to it. You know, there's a real build-up. Oh, you can hear that hitting as well. So that's when it does look good when they're actually hitting them. I have always been a bit sus about the slapping with the inside of the wrist, though. Yeah. Like, I, I know that's kind of the way that strike's supposed to come in, but... <laughs> there hasn't been a beard pull yet. <laughs> Imagine getting a moustache pull going. No, thank you. Beard. That's what mine looks like when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Stands at attention, does it? Yeah, it does. I have to brush it down. <laughs> so he's obviously going to do the heel thing, right? I mean... <clears throat> that shot just right then looked like he had no jocks on. <laughs> it looks so funny. It was like that eighties comedy Beer pool. I've been <laughs> I've been caught caught outside with no clothes on. And then I'm covering up. Guy works very frantically. I think that's part of his shtick, right? Like it's got to be just yeah. that sort of frenetic energy. It's always funny when I first heard of the Briscoe brothers, like being mentioned. I'm like, what? Because there was a 
There was a Briscoe Brothers from the 70s. Look, so. these fuckers look old enough. It could have been. <laughs> no, it's not them. It was, I know, um, but... It was Jerry and Jack Briscoe. And it was spelt slightly differently as well. I think these guys have an E on the end, whereas the 70s Briscoes didn't. I should actually look up, see if that is their real name. I suppose you haven't already. You're normally really well researched. Yeah. You know when you think of something, you think, oh, I've got to look yeah, that up, yeah. but then you're not, you're not anywhere convenient to look it up. You know, you might be, well, you wouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> driving in your car. <laughs> it is to laugh. One day, maybe. Yeah. But I do that quite often where I'll think of something, I've got to look that up, and then I'll forget. And then I'll well, come across it again and go, I'll need to look that up, and then I'll forget. I have a nasty habit of being at my PC. I'll start to look something up, get distracted, and then I'll look back and I'll have like 60 tabs of things that I was reading through. And yeah, just... well, I do something similar. Often it'll be like three or four things that I want to look up, and I'll start looking at the first one, and then, what was the second one? Fuck. Oh, shit, what was the third one? God damn it. This is an interesting move. <laughs> oh. Again, one of those ones that looks like it's going to hurt you more than anyone else. He's describing a table to us. Yes, and the injury a table might cause. Sounds like kind of a deadly table if it's got all these screws and shit jutting out from it. Knives, the swords, the guns! <laughs> oh, we got a bleeder. Someone's dropped a couple of drops. Oh, well, they definitely had time to cut themselves open. You reckon that was the under the table business? Uh, I'm not sure if it was him who got it. They're selling that he injured his hand before in the chop fest. Well, I think the other guy was the one who went into the table. So he might have just been off screen doing it. I wouldn't put my fingers anywhere near that mouth. <laughs> no, you'd save it for the other guy who doesn't have the teeth. That's it, he's going to gum you. It'll be good. That's an interesting, interesting technique. Well, they didn't really utilise it. No, but like, it was still visually quite cool. <laughs> Don't try and confuse a redneck, what are you thinking? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Did he clip a cameraman there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, no matter where you go, you still get the woos when the chops come. Well, 
by all accounts, that's his biggest legacy, right? <laughs> yeah. Pronouncing it properly would be a super play. That's when you get to like get a time zone for an hour, right? Unlimited credits. <laughs> That's right. I like that he got a foot flat on that. That would have actually really helped to take in the impact. <laughs> I love drop kicks to guys' heads when they're on the floor. Needs to be more of that. <laughs> so have you already watched this match you have right yeah yeah and it's yeah it, it was very well received that's why I watched oh I didn't watch all of the event. I watched all the way up to this match. And then I was like, you know, Jim Cornette was right. I don't want to watch anymore. I've seen the best part. Sussex County Chicken. Apparently. Doing his redneck kung fu. Yeah. with teeth on it normally I bet he does <laughs> must be a blessing in disguise when you're a wrestler and you lose your teeth <laughs> well I can't hurt you again right that's a good look I'll tell you what I reckon being a sweater is another blessing in disguise for us <laughs> Like, you just look like you're working hard even if you stand there, right? <laughs> you're telling me Jeremy Chong should have just gotten into the wrestling business? Oh, fuck yeah, he would have been impressive as hell. <laughs> oh no, kicked out of a finisher. Oh, they needed more pixelization. Oh, 
Yep, yep. Gotta blur out the dicks. <laughs> Like, I'm assuming we're supposed to be going for the rednecks here, right? Like, <laughs> I think they're the, because they're the Ring of Honor guys, they're the crowd favorites. Yeah. And FTR, I think at this stage, are still heels in the AEW, but I think after this match, they're, um, that was high flying. They've turned them babyface. Really? Yeah. They are standing on their feet, Riccoboni. Take a look at the replay. Wheeler sent Jay Briscoe to Harwood. Harwood. Springboard. Powerbomb. Big splash. I didn't see the cut if he cut. <laughs> it must have been during the belt buckle incident, though, right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We caught him clean. He came away dirty. <laughs> so either one of them's got syphilis yeah. or... Uh, but like the real, the real pros know how to cut themselves without being seen at all. Because like there's a there's a famous story about Bret Hart at WrestleMania eight against yeah. Roddy Piper, and that was the FTR's best move that they did on FTR. Um, so they wanted to they wanted to have blood in the match. Yeah, but. Like WWF had a no blood policy, uh -huh, uh -huh. but uh, Bret Hart made sure he got it in there anyway, and then claimed it was an accident, <laughs> even though he did it deliberately. And the, yeah. there was no way that they could prove that it wasn't an accident because he was that good at doing it on the sly. Nice. Hmm. I mean. I don't know. Like, I, I'm actually a little torn on it. I think the blood yeah. does kind of get a bit much sometimes. Like, yeah. look at that bloody, look at that ring. It's covered in splatter. Well, the kicker <laughs> is that um, one of the main events for that one was Ric Flair versus Randy Savage for the WWF title, and Rick yeah. Rick Flair got blood and he got his ass chewed out for it because they knew he did it deliberately. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Brock got away with it. I guess it's a skill in itself, right? If you can cut yourself in front of three cameras. Yeah. Just could be able to know where to do it. Put the uh, instrument of destruction away. I imagine a lot of them set it up with their uh, opponents, though, right? Oh, yeah. Particularly with these guys where they got bloody proper belts. It'd be pretty easy to just have, like, a little edge on a belt buckle. Yeah. When he was dicked and nuts style. Um... Well, they'd probably they'd probably got a blade somewhere. Usually, they all have it in their wrist tape. See, the ref could have counted them out by now. Well, uh, the that's the downside of these things. Sometimes they get a bit silly, right? Yeah. Oh, actually. Uh. Oh, he's only up to three. <laughs> well, apparently in Ring of Honor, they have a yeah. 20 count. 
I was going to say, isn't it a 20 count? Yeah. Well, normally it's 10. I thought it was a 20 count for Out of the Ring. No, 10. But um, in Ring of Honor, it's 20. But the, even I, then, I, he I, was I, only I'm up sure to was like... Good. He was only just yeah. started counting. Well, because they didn't start counting until after they'd done the health check, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> if it's a declare, then they're just going to declare it. I, I'm assuming that's the bullshit excuse anyway. Oh, yeah. It's just a bit funny. And now they're all in the ring at the same time. Yeah, so Which that should be, what, a three count before they're fucking out, right? I think it's a five count what? or something. But the ref's not getting anyone out of the ring. <laughs> Rules be damned. Well, presumably we're going to see a double finisher or something, right? You know what I want to see here? I want to see each team get a finisher yeah. and then have no clear winner. <laughs> Interesting, Randy. Is there only one guy not bleeding now? Uh... The two in the ring bleeding, and I think the other guy without the teeth might be bleeding. Is he? I didn't see him take blood. I might have missed it. I think he's got blood on his head, unless it came off someone else. There's definitely a lot of contact blood. You... I mean, presumably these two are the Goliaths in each of their teams, right? Yeah, I think they're kind of like the the alpha. Although it's hard to tell with the redneck team because they both seem to be taking that role. <laughs> usually, what? Usually, one's the leader. I just, I, I think for the rednecks, it's not as, not as obvious. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's this guy. The other guy is not bad, and yeah. like. But his nickname's the Sussex County Chicken. Soccer match. I didn't deserve it off that anyway. <laughs> Did they seriously call that move the froggy bow because he came in with a frog splash elbow? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, no, they don't deserve to win with that. <laughs> I'm sorry, they don't. So when I heard him say Doomsday Device, I was like, hang on, that's the Legion of Doom's best move, and they're actually setting up for it. <laughs> oh god, not the redneck kung fu. Oh, 
Ooh, yeah. You're right, that was a pretty satisfying match. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, just... it didn't disappoint. And I think, yeah, it was very highly anticipated amongst the IWC. That's it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Like, it kind of devolved into a bit too much of the sort of, dare I say, the WWE-type tropes. You know, the yeah. slap fight, stuff like that. There were a couple of bits where I'm like, that's a bit... Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But, it's definitely... but at the same time, like, overall, it was still quite an entertaining match. Yeah. And there were a couple of really good moves. It's definitely a sort of modern style, but old school at the same time well, that's it the sort of the yeah. test of strength stuff feels very dated right like it feels very yeah. almost 80s bloody wrestling not even 90s um but it was it was a good mix ask him if he's seen his teeth right <laughs> the other guy's asking if he's got his front teeth Plus, you know the cool 80s throwback guys when they've got that synthesizer music playing? Oh, definitely. Why did he touch his tit? That's a bit inappropriate. <laughs> That's sexual harassment. So I'm assuming that these guys are definitely going to get another shot at this, right? You'd think so. I mean... So that's the thing, it's... Nobody really knows what they're going to do with Ring of Honor now, because it's pretty much, it doesn't, they don't have events anymore. This was like an event that was set up, but there was no, there's no real regular matches leading up to it. And now that AEW owns it, people aren't sure what they're actually going to do with it. Maybe make it like an event only type thing, maybe? Maybe. Like a lot of people want it to be like, um, kind of like NXT is slash was for WWE and have it as like the developmental, uh, cool, yeah, I get, I get it, I get it. Cool indie type guys before they become stars type guys. But AEW kind of brings those guys up early anyway, right? Well, that's the thing. AEW kind of just, yeah, puts them in. I reckon if, if you gave me something called Ring of Honor, I'd turn it into like a uh, spectacle event type thing, right? Like you mm. do quarterly matches, make it like a, a different line so you can get some interesting pairings. Yeah. Try and take away some of the story shit, try and make it more of a wrestling, you know. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. Young, bu <laughs> young Bucks storm into the fucking thing. The Young Bucks have a real uh, Queer Eye vibe going on. <laughs> yeah.
But this is their turn, is it, where they go face? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because the Young Bucks are the are the heels in AEW, but also they've been kind because uh, FTR are a part of a faction with um, MJF. You know the guy who fought CM Punk in that dog collar match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, you know how um, MJF and MJF has had Wardlow turn his back on him as part of that match. Yeah. Um, FTR have been like defending Wardlow saying well we like Wardlow <laughs> MJF's been pissed off about it so they're kind of dropping out of his faction now I mean I, I guess whenever you get a heel talking about respect right you already know that yeah. they're, they're on the turn Anyway, it takes nuts to wrestle with earrings in. <laughs> wonder if that actually is hairspray or not. Well, it keeps it in the jackets rather than the hair. Yeah, it'd get quite sticky, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's probably just compressed there. Probably. It's just you cool them off, right? <laughs> Ooh, the burns. <laughs> so these guys wrestled like half a week later. How'd it go? Uh, FTR beat them. It was an okay match. I thought this one was better. I don't look like they got the right kind of physique for it, but I guess that, that outfit's kind of misleading too. Yeah, well, these guys are more high flyer types. Anyway. Oh, there we go. There we go, three tag team matches. Where have we been going? About an hour and a half ish. This one's pretty much done. It sounds like we're in the trash talking phase. Yeah. The synthesizer's going again. I mean, that's why you want to watch this match, really, right? For the 80s callbacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. So that wraps up our three tag team matches as our somewhat recap of the WrestleMania weekend. Thankfully, with very little of the WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. And, um... 
Yeah, we've we've made a podcast for Mick to listen to. You're welcome, Mick. Yeah, I, I really feel like we went all out to make sure that you would enjoy this one. Obviously, <laughs> we didn't let you watch it with us. Uh, well, it would be. Well, their daylight savings is finished, so it would only be yeah. It's still three three fifteen quarter past like, three in the morning for him. I'm sure he'd be complaining about something. Ah, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm tired." <laughs> how dare you keep me up? He's always willing when it starts. <laughs> he knows how long these things take. I have to get up at the crack of noon. <laughs> One day we're gonna have to find out how uh, how early he does need to get up. Cause I got no <laughs> idea. I think he, I think he's putting it on. He doesn't have to get up. He doesn't have a job. (laughs) Well, he's not going to keep talking about him like that. (laughs) He's living the dream, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, this is it. Like, we've done a couple of these now. I know I've sat there and oh, it's one in the morning. (laughs) And then I get up at seven and you're like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll be getting up at 6 a.m., so. I won't be up at six. I might be up at seven. Well... We'll see. I don't have to take kids to school, so I might actually get up later. Let's well, see. What... See, this is this Let's... is my fear of the holidays. Right? I might I chance mean, it and see when I wake up. <laughs> well, I hate missing it though. Like the last the last week, there were a couple of days where it's like I'm looking at like eight ten. It's like I should probably go to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to move five feet. I gotta like get the coffee. Gotta sign in. <laughs> Got to look at all the shit that's been coming in from seven in the morning, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up and uh, bid our listeners adieu. Super play. <laughs> yes, indeed. Good night. From we talk everything, where we will talk something next time. Bye bye. Good move.